Welcome to The Data Coach, a podcast about how data plus people equals a data-driven culture. You'll hear from me, Lorena Vasquez, a passionate data lover and advocate for data-driven organizations. And now, your data coach. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Data Coach Podcast. Today's episode is the last episode of the Back to Basics series. I've already covered descriptive, diagnostic, and predictive analytics. If you haven't listened to them yet, go back to episode 8, 9, 10 of the podcast, and then come back here to listen to episode 11. Today's episode will cover prescriptive analytics. I'll go over what it means, how it's useful, and talk through a use case of it in real life. Let's get started. As always, we start with a definition. Prescriptive analytics. What is it? Prescriptive analytics is a form of advanced analytics which examines data or content to answer the question, what should be done? Or what can we do to make blank happen? And is characterized by techniques such as graph analysis, simulation, complex event processing, neural networks, recommendation engines, heuristics, and machine learning. And this is, of course, a definition from Gartner. Continuing with the same framework I used last time for identifying attributes of types of analytics, let's apply the same to prescriptive analytics. What is the age of the data? We need historical data, of course. What kind of insight are we getting? It's actionable foresight. What question is it answering? How can we make it happen? Prescriptive analytics is the most advanced analytics method we've discussed so far. It has layers of predictive, diagnostic, and descriptive analytics. On one hand, prescriptive analytics leverages the historical data to detect the action that must be taken or provide the recommendation for it. On Gartner's analytics maturity model, it is the highest one of them all. Not many organizations reach this level and that's because prescriptive analytics relies on all the other types of analytics we've talked so far. At its core, prescriptive analytics is decision-making. How we see prescriptive analytics in the real world is through process optimization. We can think of this as supply chain. Understanding every part of the process, Tracking the time it takes to get one item in and out and everything in between of that. Then layering on top of that budget, costs, external factors. We can then figure out what areas to optimize, what levers to pull. For example, after we've captured the entire supply chain process and measured it, we can get the capacity of the entire process. You know, that's your foundational work, you know, your descriptive analytics. 
You then proceed to investigate what is happening in each step. That's diagnostic analytics. You then add on top of that predictive models that can tell you what will occur. The layer of prescriptive analytics comes in the form of deciding that you need to tweak part of your supply chain. You see, optimization techniques can tell us that we need to only send certain orders at a given date and time because that is when the warehouse will be up and running to receive the inventory that we're sending. A prescriptive analytics model can tell you that you need to make a decision on either maybe one, slowing down the influx of orders to add more people to an area of the process to improve capacity since that's the bottleneck of the whole process. Or maybe it tells you that you need to alert senior management of a larger issue at hand. You see, prescriptive analytics allows us to make even more data-driven decisions. In marketing, you can do the same thing. Map out all the areas that influence the decision that a consumer makes and analyze and, and further optimize campaigns in an automated method. This could be sending out emails if we saw certain behavior on the website on maybe new products, and anything else that may be related to a customer's browsing history or behavior. In sales, we could apply the same framework, gathering the data that influences a sale, whether that is getting prospect trends, retention of customers, how many pre-sale calls were done before, how the relationship evolved throughout the customer's life cycle. All these inputs entered into a prescriptive analytics model allows a sales organization to automate or better optimize the sales representative assignment. Maybe the model decides that for a particular customer demographic, you know, they're better suited to have a different sales representative or only have this representative for another few weeks because history shows that this type of customer stays longer with us if they are with a more seasoned salesperson. As I've mentioned already, prescriptive analytics goes beyond just simple metrics. It is layered with all of the analytics methods I've talked through already. The power of analytics and what we've discussed over the last four episodes shows that data at its purest form is a fountain of youth for an organization. Companies that leverage their data are in a much better place for success. So, don't worry if your organization hasn't adopted prescriptive analytics just yet. Make sure you have adopted descriptive analytics first. My goal in this podcast series was to bring everyone back to basics. When we are hyper-focused on the coolest and newest trends, we forget the foundational work. Think of a house with a bad foundation. 
It may be fine at first, but over time, that house starts to crumble until one day it falls apart. Get your foundations right first, and the rest will follow. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast series and look forward to more Back to Basics series on other topics. Let me know what you thought of today's episode and, of course, the rest of the series on Twitter at The Data Playbook or on the website, thedataplaybook.com. The Data Coach is hosted by Lorena Vasquez. You can find more information about this podcast and your host on thedataplaybook.com slash thedatacoachpodcast. And don't forget to subscribe.